You're listening to the Conscious Pharmacist Podcast, a show for pharmacist healthcare providers who have answered the call to practicing on purpose. Now, here's your host, internationally recognized HIV pharmacist, author, speaker, patient advocate, and president of MishRx Pharmacist Consulting Services, and your Conscious Pharmacist, Michelle Sherman. You're listening to the Pharmacy Podcast Network. This is Michelle Sherman, president of MishRx Pharmacist Consulting Services and the host of the Conscious Pharmacist Podcast. Welcome to this week's episode, our World AIDS Day episode, where I am thrilled to have as a guest on our show, a friend and colleague who I have known for a very long time, Glenn Pietrandoni, who's the Chief Advocacy Officer for Vita Pharmacy. Thanks for being on the show today, Glenn. Well, thank you so much, Michelle. Happy to be here. And yes, we have been friends for a long time, but uh, friends in a uh, mission to uh, end HIV. Oh, absolutely. You know, um, as we enter this World AIDS Day, you know, I feel that we're both, you know, pioneer HIV pharmacists in the field of HIV. We've been doing this for such a long time and, you know, we, we have roles to educate, you know, the pharmacists coming up to take care of people living with HIV. And we've been doing this since the beginning. And as we go through the show, one of the things that, you know, came to light when um, we decided to do the show was, you know, what what does World AIDS Day mean to us? What does World AIDS Day mean to you? Well, as you said, we have been doing this a while, and uh, I always tell young pharmacists that I graduated from pharmacy school in 79 before HIV was even discovered. And as uh, the community was impacted, I, myself being a gay man and living in Chicago, uh, I was living through this uh, period of fear and uh, uncertainty in the early 80s. And, and then, of course, my friends, I would see um, one by one coming down with these unusual symptoms and things. And as a pharmacist, even before, uh, let's say, before the protease inhibitors in 96, 97, there wasn't a whole lot we could do, if you recall. Um, there were there was AZT in about 87. There was DDI and a couple of those in the early 90s, but they weren't really doing the trick, as you know, to help uh, folks get better and live longer until about the protease inhibitor age of the, the late 90s. So I always think about, for going back to your question, World AIDS Day, I always go back to the idea of that feeling that we had in the early 80s, late 80s, early 90s of uncertainty and fear and the stigma. And as you know, stigma still exists today. But we, you know, we've come through that, that we've come through that period. And uh, World AIDS Day is just the point of the year that I just want to reflect on how far we've come and how we can't forget about um, you know, what we lived through, the war, if you want to call it a war, we lived through that war period of uh, deaths and sickness and illness and fear. So I'm appreciative of the drugs we have now, appreciative of how far we've come, although we have a long way to go. No, absolutely. Yeah, we, we have come a long way, you know, thinking about those days. And, you know, I graduated from pharmacy school in 1984 and then moved to the United States and 
you know, for me, World AIDS Day, you know, follows a similar trajectory where I suddenly started seeing all my friends just dying of things we didn't know about. And, you know, the fear and the terror, like within the community. And I remember, you know, the, the first place when I moved to Orange County, started volunteering was at Shanty, which was in Laguna yeah. Beach and going and visiting people in the hospital because their families had completely disowned them and they were dying and everybody had to gown up. It, it, it was such a terrible time. And, you know, all the drugs, as you mentioned, you know, then coming on the market with AZT in 1987 and so on and so forth. We've come such a long way, but we can never forget, you know, those awful times where people were dying, like literally every, every day. And, you know, every World AIDS Day, I try to remember all those individuals, you know, that I was privileged to have come across my path who, who have died, who are hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of them. And we can never forget their memory and let their memories go by the wayside in the work that we do every day. So, you know, I always try to also educate like young pharmacists about those times and that we can never let our guard down because even though we have incredible medications and everything, even in the media, people can live like long, healthy lives today. We must never forget that people still die every day, not only in the United States, but a, a, a across the globe, this being World AIDS Day. So, you know, it, it's, it's a very poignant time. And, um, you know, what's interesting is um, this theme, every World AIDS Day, there's, there's a theme. And this year it's Equalize. And you mentioned stigma. And there's still stigma that exists around this um, th this virus. Um, as we look at this theme of equalize and look at the in inequities we see across the United States that perpetuate the HIV pandemic, what can we as pharmacists and as organizations, you know, such as the incredible work that Avita Pharmacy does to mitigate the stigma and move towards a more equal and equitable healthcare system. Yeah, so I mean, Avita has been, um, you know, grounded in in work in communities that have been traditionally underserved or uh, marginalized. And if you look at where we have our locations around the country, you know, we're we're in the big cities, but we're also in smaller and rural communities as well. And as as big or small as the community is, you might think stigma is is a, gone away, but it hasn't. And as recently as last week, I was in a large city, and uh, we were talking to some of the providers there that there are still providers that re are reluctant to even talk about HIV, HIV prevention, HIV testing, and it's it's shocking to me. And this this city I was talking about was a is a large city. And yet, and within communities within the large city, you have a lot of people that are still not necessarily aware that there is, you know, a simple HIV test, there's simple medications and uh, ways to prevent HIV and to talk about HIV, and not just in the gay community and not just in stigmatized communities, but it's something for everybody to know about and learn about. So um, shocking uh, to me, even in 2022, that this is still a conversation. Um, so I think in, when we look forward and, and looking to equalize, 
I think we really need to double down on making sure we're all talking about the same thing in all communities, in all healthcare conversations. No, absolutely. And, you know, through all these pockets across the United States, there is still stigma. And, you know, I even see it in, in, in Orange County of providers reluctant to either offer HIV testing to, to patients or even, um, you know, offer, you know, solutions like, like PrEP and PEP. So having that discussion about sexual health and sexual wellness, I think is like critical today in this overall aspect of HIV and coming to an equalized um, healthcare system. Yes. You know, I think it's possible that maybe more home testing uh, technologies will come around that will help people maybe feel more comfortable testing themselves in their homes. But of course, those all come at a cost. And where, where are those test kits available? And how do we get them in the hands of people? But um, there are, I think, technologies, new drug, new drugs, uh, long-acting drugs. There's a lot more coming around the corner that we have to be ready for. So even us old timers, Michelle, you and I, <laughs> we have to keep, we have to keep um, aware of what's next, right? Because it's not, we grew into it and we learned along the way, but technology moves so fast nowadays. We have to think about new innovative ways to help people. No, absolutely. And I think you mentioned those long acting um, medications right now we have like a long acting injectable for for prep. Uh, I think those could be game changers for many that have, you know, either adherence challenges or challenges accessing, you know, a provider to provide those prescriptions where they can, you know, get an injection every month for a couple of months and then every two months. You know that that brings us to the 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 broader aspect of equalizing when we look at um, insurance access and, and, and coverage for a lot of these, um, you know, products. So we have to work on getting ex patients access to these prevention modalities such as, you know, PrEP, and then make sure that they can get, the, get into a clinic and access care and then get it covered on their insurance so that they can be um, protected. Right. And I think there probably is a, another level of responsibility too by the patient as far as keeping those appointments for the long acting uh, administration of those drugs. And, uh, you know, certain times um, people, especially with PrEP, they may go in and out of needing or wanting PrEP. So there has to be a, a clear education understanding of how the long acting drugs work and how important the scheduled appoint medical appointments are. And that's even after you get approval for the drug, there, there's a lot more that goes into it. So pharmacists can play a role in helping educate people, not only about the drug, but really preparing them for what the process is. No, absolutely. And, you know, talking to our patients and educating them, I think is, is the key. I mean, I still come across a lot of people that have never even heard about PrEP and clearly they at like enormous risk for HIV acquisition. So, you know, as pharmacists, you, you know, it's, it's been like a pleasure, like, you, you know, working with the, the team at Avida because the pharmacists are all trained, they all HIV specialists and being able to educate our patients about sexual health 
you know, not being afraid to talk about the S word is, is like a key. I, I think that's, you know, true. And thank you for bringing that up. Our pharmacists, uh, many of them, if not most of them are accredited by the American Academy of HIV Medicine. I think about 70% of our pharmacists are accredited, but they're also very comfortable talking about the topics of sex and sexual health that um, is not necessarily easy to do in a traditional retail pharmacy. And our pharmacists are a lot of times from the community and that's kind of who we are as a company. We're serving the LGBT community in a way uh, it's coming from our hearts and, and from our education as well as, as pharmacists. But as a pharmacist being you know behind the counter back in uh, the days when I started, my the best part of my job was talking to patients. And you could talk about, you know, their pets, their vacations, their their grandkids, whatever it might be. But talking to patients is exactly why I became a pharmacist. And I know pharmacy is a little bit different nowadays with pharmacists being busy doing immunizations and doing a lot of other things. Uh, but that doesn't take away from the joy that I get as a pharmacist talking to people and talking to patients about not just their health care, but just to get to know them as part of the community. No, and that's absolutely critical in, you know, affecting good outcomes for our patients is having those conversations and being able to talk to them about all these things. You, you know, we, we can, we have an arsenal to fight HIV now. And when we look at those, you know, 90-90 goals and ending the HIV epidemic by 2030 and having these lofty goals, um, you know, having these prevention modalities in place is like critically important, but also getting people tested that are HIV positive and getting them on treatment is also, you know, critical. And I think one of the the, the things that has come um, about the last several years that has been a game changer in my conversations with patients is U equals U. Undetectable is untransmittable. You, you know, that's been like a game changer for a lot of HIV positive individuals. Yes. And it's uh, surprising because um, I agree, Avita actually was one of the first companies that stood behind uh, Bruce Richmond and U equals U when he first talked about this uh, 10 years ago. And um, we, we believe as pharmacists in the concept as well, because to get to undetectable adherence is a key to that um, to that goal, right? So adherence to medications um, has been improving with, with the one tablet regimens and the smaller tablets and fewer side effects. So the drug technology has been helpful in that, but also our pharmacists are proactively serving our patients by reminding them about refills and 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 monitoring their refills. So I always like to talk about adherence uh, for that reason as well, but also the retention and care. If we have a good relationship with our patients and we get to know them and we're speaking to them uh, all through the year, uh, they, they retain as our patients, right? And they retain in care so that they can achieve U equals U and become undetectable. And that is part of our ongoing education. No, oh, absolutely. And, you know, what I've experienced when having those U equals U, U, equals U discussions with um, patients, whether they're newly diagnosed or, you know, long-term survivors. I mean, I remember just up until like, what, six years ago, like 
telling, telling people that have been undetectable for years, like you have to practice safe sex, you have to use condoms. And there's always this underlying like terror in somebody's mind that they're going to transmit the virus to somebody else. But right. now we know that's not the case. So when we are able to educate patients that when they are undetectable, they can't transmit it. It gives a sense of relief to to somebody and really allows them to realize what a healthy, well-rounded life they could leave. Like having like a good sex life without being, you know, the threat of transmitting that virus to their partners. And, you know, that's another adherence modality because if people understand what that means, they're going to take their meds every day and be retained in care and, you know, live as healthy a life as they could. Absolutely. So, you know, one of the other questions I had was, you know, looking at equalizing, and we've talked about the critically important role that pharmacists play in um, keeping our patients healthy. Um, Avida has a great um, philosophy and relationships with the covered entities that they work with and um, allowing covered entities to have 340B programs that help their patients. How do you see covered entities being part of this equalize? Um, well, theme? actually, that's a great point because the 340B program is such an important piece of the funding that supports the programs that the covered entities provide. So because of the way the program works, these dollars can go back to the community and uh, pays for labs and doctor's office visits it pays for transportation and maybe sometimes even food and housing and other things. But without the 340B program, uh, the funding for these uh, community centers, community health centers would be very uh, difficult to support the community in, in the, the need that they have. So one thing that Avita does though, uh, beyond you know supporting the 340B program is that we have a great marketing uh, department that helps bring awareness to the community about the services of the covered entity. So uh, obviously if a covered entity is in the, in, the, in the community and it's doing great work. If nobody knows about it, obviously they're not reaching the, the target that they're looking for. So with a partnership with Avita, with our marketing that we provide to the covered entity, it helps them reach their targeted audience and to bring people through the doors. And obviously with COVID, uh, over the last two years, a lot of the covered entities have seen a diminishing number of patients uh, coming in because of COVID or because uh, those patients have relocated other places. I think we're in a period of time right now where we're trying to rebuild with our covered entities that support that Avita provides to bring those people back in. And as an example, for World AIDS Day this week, we're supporting about a dozen co uh, community health centers and covered entities with some activations for HIV testing and, and awareness around the services of the covered entity to bring more people back into care. So we're trying very hard in 2023, well, I'll be about bringing people back to the clinic and frequent testing and care and appointments that they're, they're needing on a regular basis. We want them back in the clinics, obviously. And that does support the 340B program. It supports the covered entity and it brings more healthcare and sexual awareness, healthcare awareness to the communities. No, absolutely. And, you know, everything that we've discussed um, on the show today really 
while we're talking about the theme of equalizing, really discusses like a massive team effort in HIV care, HIV prevention, yeah. sexual wellness. It's a massive team effort that includes us as pharmacists, um, the Avida as an entire organization, as well as all the covered entities and everybody coming together as a team to get to those goals of either an equal and um, equalized health system for HIV and getting to those, um, you know, 2030 goals that the United States has. Yeah, I, I think that's a good point. And uh, as far as the profession of pharmacy, as we you know strive to become recognized as providers and we are called upon now for vaccinations and other types of services, a pharmacist is frequently overlooked as a part of that team. And as pharmacists, I do everything I can to, to remind people that the role that we play and the value that we bring. No, absolutely. And, you know, here in California, the Vita pharmacists have been very instrumental in providing, um, you know, teleprep services under SB 159 that have really been able to get at-risk people on PrEP and then link to covered entities in their communities for ongoing PrEP care. So, you know, as pharmacists, we're very focused on, you know, ending this um, HIV epidemic that, that, that we have here in the United States. Um, before we end, is there anything else you'd like the listeners to know about World AIDS Day or how pharmacists can really make a difference? Well, yes, again, thank you, Michelle, for having me today. And uh, again, as a pharmacist first and uh, part of the community and, and part of Evita, we really want to bring awareness around uh, the prevention, testing, and treatment uh, services that pharmacists, especially Evita Pharmacy, can provide around the country. And if you, um, I always think about a pharmacist as somebody you should know, almost like you know who maybe cut your hair every month or, you know, somebody that you know should know like your provider. So sometimes if you're going into some busy pharmacies and whoever's back there is, you know, making your prescriptions, uh, it'd be nice to really have a conversation with that patient. And if you're a patient, to get to know your pharmacist because that relationship is is really important. And there's going to be times maybe in the future, you're going to want to know your pharmacist's name. And as a pharmacist, you want to know a little bit about your patient. It goes a long way. Oh, absolutely. Thank you so much. Um, thanks for being on the show. And to all the listeners out there, if you're not a pharmacist, know your pharmacist and know your pharmacy. And to all the pharmacists out there, you are the change. Thanks for listening to the Conscious Pharmacist podcast. We hope you subscribe to our podcast so you never miss an episode. If you miss something, you can listen again or just read the transcript of the show on our website at mishrxconsulting.com forward slash podcasts. If you have a spare minute, don't forget to give us a review or rating on iTunes. Remember to practice on purpose. You're a rock star pharmacist and healthcare provider. And in the words of Mahatma Gandhi, be the change you wish to see in the world. The Conscious Pharmacist podcast is a production of MishRx Pharmacist Consulting Services, your HIV pharmacist and pharmacy experts.